everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on Rashpixel.fm. I'm Pete Wright, and right over there is the well-organized Nikki Kinzer. <laughs> That's funny. Hello. <laughs> Why is that funny? I'm so well-organized. so well-organized. <laughs> we are talking about organizing today, which is very exciting because it's a, it's a back-to-our-roots kind of an episode. I'm very excited to dig into this. Uh, well, not just this episode. There's going to be some more. A whole, a whole slew of, of a yeah. veritable bouquet of, of organizing and ADHD. Before we dig into that, head over to Take Control ADHD.com and get to know the show a little bit better. You can listen right there on the website, subscribe to the mailing list. That's the best way to do it. Drop your email address in the, or just click on the little button right there on the homepage and get uh, an email with the latest episode each week. It's fantastic. You can, of course, connect with us on Twitter or Facebook at Take Control ADHD and call us at 503-664-4ADD to get your voice on the show. We would love to hear from you. All right. So it's spring. It's organizing time. You should open the windows. You should turn on some loud music, right? That's the rule. Here's That's right. my question for you, Nikki. Before you dig in, yeah. What you know, we used to be the an organizing show, right? We've, we've right. pivoted, became much more of an ADHD show. Uh, but I'm asking you straight up, what do you feel like you have? How do you feel like your approach to organizing has changed? Your philosophy has changed uh, in the you know last year or so, um, you know, of your work more specifically with ADHD? You know, I actually don't think it has changed, to, to be honest with you, because um, even prior to being an ADHD coach, when I was working as a professional organizer, most of my clients had ADHD, and yeah. I knew that. So um, I always set up the systems with that in mind. And so it was such an easy transition for me because I've always organized this way. Yeah, it, it's never been. I've never been one to to have too many complicated systems or steps or anything like that because it's not how I organize either. Sure. I mean, I have to break things down um, in order for me to approach them. So it, it's uh, it's been interesting in the sense that I definitely have done more research just specifically on how ADHD affects organizing, like why it is hard for someone with ADHD to organize. So I, I definitely feel more informed um, with that than I did prior to, to, you know, to just being an organizer without the ADHD yeah. background. Well, that's, that is actually really nice. And it's funny that you would, uh, maybe that's why uh, sort of instinctively organizing for ADHD came so naturally to you. You were probably you were already yeah. using the systems that I was really already well doing for, it for the ADHD brain. <laughs> well, let's dig and in. it's still well. Actually, I just want to say it's still such a part of coaching too, sure. right? Because it is such a big issue for people. So it never went away in my work. It, you know, I know we we switched the the podcast name and the focus of our podcast definitely got broader. It wasn't just about organizing, but it, it's never gone away. I mean, I still talk about it all the time with people. It's still an issue. It's it's still an issue. An ongoing thing, yeah. Indeed. Well, where would you where would you like to start? First, we have a, a call to action. Well, I do. I really, um, I need something from our listeners. So everybody that's listening, uh, and, and if you're listen, listening to this currently, right? So if you're listening to this six months from now, it's probably not going to help us. But it still might. I would still encourage you to call. I would love uh, to do one of the shows this month and have it really be centered around our listeners' questions about organizing. Mm -hmm. um, so if you have a question about organizing, please call us at our phone number. And Pete, you got to do the phone number because I screw it up and then I call the wrong one. <laughs> and then I call Skype Super and I get all easy. frustrated. Yes, don't get frustrated. 503-664-4ADD. Yes. 
That's the number you want to call. Uh, and leave us a message and tell us what your question is. And um, I would love to hear from you. If you don't want to be on our show or leave a voicemail, you can always send me um, an email at Nikki, N-I-K-K-I, at TakeControlADHD.com and uh, put your question through the email waves. And um, so, yeah, one of the shows I would like to dedicate to just listeners' questions. If you forget all that, you can just head over to TakeControlADHD.com and use the contact form there. That's yes. pretty easy, too. That works, yes. too. Lots of ways to So many out. ways. Yes. And the other thing I want people to know that in the show notes for the next few weeks, in the podcast and also in the blog, I have uh, included a free download, and it's called Avoid These Five Organizing Mistakes Plus Five Organizing Worksheets to Help You Get Started. Say that five times. Uh, <laughs> but definitely check that out at Take Control ADHD. It will be listed in every show so that you have... Um, easy access to that but that's got some great information too and i have one more thing okay. to say all right what is it like this is an important thing. yes um coming very soon i'm not going to give you an actual date because i just i can't i have to be transparent i'm just not ready for that yet <laughs> <laughs> but it is coming soon i am going to be launching a new online training program that is specifically geared to organizing with adhd and i'm very excited about it um, so I will be talking about that in the next few weeks. And as soon as it's ready to launch and be ready um, for me to share to the public, we will definitely let you know that. Absolutely. What's really Woo! nice is the bulk of it is done. It's really exciting. It, it, I I've mean, we're really it. close. Yes. I mean, we're like, we're weeks away. I mean, like, like not even weeks, like few weeks, couple weeks, yeah. three to four it's weeks. Very away. Exciting. I mean, it's really, really close. Yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't be mentioning it at all. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good. All right. All right. So let's start. Let's let's dig in here. What is a big secret? The big secret yeah. on how to organize with ADHD? It, it, it is. It's a secret. It is a secret. Um, it's a secret that you already know. You just didn't know it was a secret. That's right. That's right. It's letting go of perfection. Yeah. That's so hard. That's like, um, you know, it's like letting go of like six pack abs in your fitness regimen. <laughs> right. You know, right. Yeah. Like that's yeah. what we're taught. We're taught that everything has to look perfect in order to be organized. Well, and that's the problem is that that's what people see. So most organizing books and magazines, you know, that talk about organizing are not written for people that have ADHD. The systems are too complicated and, you know, there are too many steps. But I think what's even worse than the system that they're trying to share is this expectation that in order to be organized, this is what your home has to look like. Yeah, And that's that's a hard expectation to to live up to. And, uh, you know, the reality is we live and we work and we play in our homes. And if you don't live by yourself, you have other people who are living and working and playing in your home. So we just kick they, them they, out. Yeah, Don't kick let them, out. them play in your homes. These <laughs> other people right. don't let them do it. And then you're going to be then organized be for life. Organized. It's great. Yeah. Hang up the um, hang up the mic. We're done. We're done. Just kick everyone out. Live by yourself. <laughs> But we know that's not always the solution either. Uh, but homes just don't stay clean and they don't stay organized. So, but I still see my clients and people who talk to me about this. That's what they're comparing themselves to. That's what they see. And, uh, that's what they think it means to, to be organized. And, you know, I think the secret here is just letting that go and knowing that that's not, that's not real. Um, 
And unfortunately, what happens too, Pete, is you probably have seen this. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's you personally. Go, but go ahead. Sure I dare you. Not, I've probably seen gonna, it. <laughs> not going to surprise you. But your self-esteem starts to suffer, right? When you start when you start comparing yourself to something that's not possible, then we start to feel shame around that. Like, that's what I should be doing. That's what that means. And I'm not doing it. And I feel guilty about it. And we assume that everybody else is doing it. Uh, Why can't I? Should is such a poisonous word, right? It's so dangerous. Well, and then it gets into this limiting belief because not only do you think you should be doing that, then you start to believe that you can't ever do it. Right. Like you can't ever get organized. If, I, and if I'm not doing it now, I must be incapable of doing it. I'm incapable. Right. Like I have ADHD. I can't get organized. And and the problem with that is that that limiting belief right there will stop you, you know, from succeeding in any organizing strategy. Yeah. Um, because we really have to believe right if we want change in our life or we want something different that we can that we can do it um and so i think that when you're talking well when i'm talking with people and you too pete when you're talking to people about this you make sure you tell I've them i've been about i've been known to talk yeah. to people yeah it's really <laughs> starting to kind of shift their thinking in again what that means to be organized and it's it's not by somebody else's standards so it's it's shifting that belief system to you know not that i can't but I can, and it is possible. I just have to do it in my own way. And, you know, back in the day when we talked about organizing, I've always said it's not about labeled bins and baskets, you know, um, it's just about finding what you need when you need it. That's, that's kind of the bottom line is right. Yeah. Definition is, is finding what you need when you need it. You know, what's really funny about that is it's really not about organizing labeled bins and baskets and, you know, everything folded and hung up nicely. But one of the things that's so nice about this whole process is once you get good at the, at the minimum sort of stakes of finding what you need when you need it, you might even find it's sort of fun to start folding things a little bit more crisply or making your bed every day or taking those <laughs> right. those next little steps. Like that's that's kind of a fun way to grow. But it, it but builds, that does right. not mean organized. And that's what we, we have to continue to separate. And if that's not fun for you, then, then don't, don't worry do about it. it. Yeah. <laughs> then don't do it. Right. Um yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, an organization is not necessarily a skill that you were born with, right? And we know with ADHD, as I was telling you earlier um, in the show, I've learned a lot about why that ADHD sort of gets in the way. Um, and that it has to do with executive functions and, and how we plan and organize and, and, uh, you know, all of this getting started and following through these, these really important executive functions get in our way, right? So it's not a secret. I don't think anybody listening here is going to be surprised that organizing has been difficult. And that is actually why I developed this online training program is, you know, the title of it is called Organizing Your Space Your Way. Mm -hmm. And it's really based on this concept of not striving for perfection, but to strive for what works best for you and what's good enough for you. Um, so then there's that like little question, right? What, what does good enough look like? Yeah. And you kind of, you address that a little bit when you were talking about the folding piece, you know, the good enough, what I mean is that it's letting go of the perfection idea. So it's letting go that when you look at those books and magazines, understanding they are staged, it is no such, you know, this does not exist. There is no such thing as this. And I think also a big part of, of being at a point where it's good enough is just accepting that organization may not be your strongest strength, 
Um, but by no means does this make you a bad person mm-hmm. or not worthy of, of happiness and joy, right? right? So it's taking that shame away um, that, yes, it's not my strongest strength, but I, I'm still a great person, right? I still do good things. And and being okay with the piles and the stacks and not apologizing for it, I think, is a big part of it. Um, especially if you can still find what you need when you need it. Right. It may just not be packaged as pretty as as you would like. But if you can still find it, then you're doing pretty you're doing pretty good. Well that's the that's the uh the archetype of like the seasoned journalist or the the old professor, right? You go into their office and it's just stacked with piles. It's Andy Rooney. Remember Andy Rooney's yes. office was a disaster, but he always knew what he needed right when he needed it and uh yeah. and, and that in its own way is organized it is it is so i want to leave you uh or leave the listeners and you pete right well i could always use the help <laughs> with just a couple of strategies because if you're at a point where you can't find what you need when you need it which we have to be honest that's you know where a lot of people are um then some work does need to get done and so one of the um you know, one of the reasons why you may not be able to find what you need is because you have too much stuff. And so we're going to go back to that whole, you know, when was the last time you did any purging? Mm-hmm. Um, if it's been a while, then it's definitely time to do it now because that's a lot of what happens. If you can't find what you need, it's because you've got too much. You haven't paid attention to letting go of what you don't need, right? Can I? I have an aside. It's a, this is so. This is so true. And you know, I, I've been through. I, I believe I've shared on the show my struggles to find the right desk, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I found the right desk, and I went from my giant wraparound desk to a much, much smaller piece of stained wood that is nailed to these brackets in my wall that I can collapse when I leave. But it is much smaller, and as a result, Nikki, I'm not kidding. It's always, and I'm just going to use the word, clean. Because, I, because it's smaller. I can't fit as much stuff on it, and so that stuff does not go everywhere. And I have had to purge. I've had, by necessity, to get rid of stuff uh, in order to make working at this desk acceptable. And I'm telling you, it works really, really well. Mm-hmm. Certainly worked for me. I don't mean to get too much into strategy again, but that's, that is, no, huge. I think that's, yeah. I mean, I think that's a great, a great thing to do um, because you are kind of forcing yourself to just work with that space. Yeah. It's and like so, understanding constraint. Right. Right. You have a boundary there that you have to work within and, and that's what you're doing. And I think that when you are starting to purge, you know, starting in a small space, I think is important then to, to focus. Don't focus on doing all of your home at once, just focusing on the purging piece, just getting rid of things that you don't need or love anymore. And what's going to happen is this will free up that space for the items that do matter for the things that you do need to find. Um, and of course, when you have less, it's easy, it's just easier to find what you need. Absolutely. My second uh, strategy for people is to is to pay closer attention to the items that you're losing on a consistent basis. So you're not trying to organize your whole house. You're just focusing on this one piece that that's driving you crazy, and you need to to figure out what to do to make this work so that you know you you don't have to worry about this anymore. And and practice putting them in the same place. You know whatever it is that that system is for you. And what happens, I think, for most people is that you get the key thing nailed down and then success starts to really build off success. So you're going to see this work and you're like, okay, well, what other area in my life can I, you know, set up a system and organize? Absolutely. You know, and, and, uh, 
how is this going to affect me and my home and all of that? So, I mean, you know, I think purging and paying attention to those items that you lose the most are great places to start. Okay. So what is your, we went, it was back when we were still the organizing show, we went through a, a very public shaming around our, our own our own organizing oh, projects geez. our toleration now i'm not gonna i don't want to talk toleration specifically but i do i right. am interested in what you find your latest mountain to climb is for me it was definitely this office project i went berserk trying to get this office organized in such a way that was that was really working what is your latest um latest project and what have you how have you been applying this around the house well, it's, you know, long listeners of the show are going to say, oh, she's going to say her garage, but it's not. It's not my garage anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it is my daughter's bedroom. Oh, talk about that. Oh, it is awful. <laughs> she has not, she does not have the organizing, um, uh, what is it? The, the organizing natural skill. Like, it just doesn't it come naturally to her. she has not been listening to this show? She has not been listening to this show. <laughs> she thinks that she knows a little bit about what I do. So I think she just kind of expects that I'm going to go in and fix it. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, Here's a grim realization. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that is definitely the, the most overwhelming um, room in my house right now because it really is a mess. And, you know, she's, she's young still, so she has a lot of toys and a lot of little things. And, um, you know, she's just messy. I mean, she just doesn't put things away or she does it. It all goes into her bed or it, it just, it's, it's, it's a mess. Wait, so you're not supposed and to do that. That's one of the strategies. You're not. You're supposed to say, okay. No. Good to know. Good to know. No. So one of the things that, that I do to, because I do help her. Like I, we're at this point now, actually, we're going to do it this weekend because we have people coming over. Isn't that funny? <laughs> uh, but because we have people coming over out of town guests, I'm like, we've got to clean your room. Totally. Um, but I really break it down and I break it down into smaller sections because it's really overwhelming to try to think that I'm going to do it all in one day. I mean, it's, it's bad, Pete. I mean, it's messy. And, uh, so I'm just going to work on the, the dresser first and, you know, clear that out and get that kind of an order. And then we'll start to kind of work around the room and just sort of take it, you know, pe- you know chunk by chunk, yeah. piece by piece, um, and see where it, where it gets us before our guests come. But that, that right now I have to break it down or otherwise, man, I just want to shut the door and run. Well, I, I know that one of the upcoming shows in this series is all about the family and organizing. And so I yes. think this question is going to come back around, uh, not just the family, but specifically kids. How do you get your kids involved? Because I think you are, a, you're about to become even a better case study. We, we had, um, a massive party of six kids, uh, six fourth graders over at our house last weekend. And, um, you know, for a sleepover slumber, it was our first big slumber party. Um, you know, we've had people sleep over before for the, with the kids, but never this many. And right. we are, our, our project for this weekend is recover from that because, you know, right. they all left and then we all fell asleep the next day and then it was the week again. And so our house is still kind of in a moderate state of disaster. And yeah. I know that because of the skills we've applied over the last several years, you know, we can recover quickly, but we haven't as a family done it. And that's the hardest thing for, for us. Like how do we continue to uh, encourage and teach and model behavior for our kids to get them involved in recovery from mm-hmm. these big events. And so I, I'm telling you, I'm asking you your experience 
experience with your daughter only because like really i have the exact same thing going on this very weekend and uh, our house is a is a disaster and we've got to we've got to put it back together and i want to i want to make sure that that the behavior is is that we're all in it together you know it's not just well, kids, I think that's kids go out yeah. and play because mom and dad have to clean well, and I, I can tell you definitely when we're working on it together or this weekend, we will be working on it together. I'm not just going to go in and clean up her room. Of I know course. that's what she would like. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but she, she, you know, I think she knows that that's not going to be the situation. She's got to do it with me. Um, and I, I mean, when you do things like this, it's a great opportunity for you to teach them, mm-hmm. you know, um, how, how the process works and, um, get them involved. So we will, we, in a couple of weeks, we will have a show, um, just specifically on how to get your family involved next week. We're going to talk about the three reasons why your organizing efforts are not working. And, and so there's a little hint. spoiler reason three and a half is your family isn't involved. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't yes. wait. This is a, this is great. I, I love diving back into this stuff. I get very excited about organizing and I'm feeling a little bit more on top of it again because of so many of these very skills and strategies that we've applied that, that we've discussed and that I have learned about from you on this very show. So I'm very excited to dive back into it. And uh, so we've got a couple episodes coming your way, a handful of episodes coming your way around organizing in and around your ADHD. So very exciting stuff. And check the blog post too, yeah. because I'm going to be writing um, an article every week about organizing uh it's going to kind of piggyback whatever we talk about on the show um but yeah so blog post or i'm gonna start yeah blog post and podcast lots of information this month. excellent excellent and this new program too so, very excited about that. that's right set your radars be on the lookout this is there fantastic you thank you everybody for downloading and uh and sharing this podcast we sure appreciate your support and kind comments and uh, on behalf of nikki kinzer i'm pete wright and we'll catch you next week right here on taking control the ADHD podcast.